today's episode of Old Ass Movie Reviews is another Patrick Swayze. It is one of my favorite Patrick Swayze movies next to Steel Dawn, which is a whole nother movie, but this one is Dirty Dancing. This is probably what really put him on the map as far as I'm concerned about being a superstar. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Take it away, Scott. Hey, yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us for episode 18 of Old Ass Movie Reviews. Yeah, Dirty Dancing. I freaking love this movie. Um, mm -hmm. This is, I've seen it multiple times, but when I watched it last night, this was the first time I watched it with a, as a reviewer, uh, with a critical eye. Um, right. And I got more out of this movie than I had in the past. I saw more going on that I just overlooked. I mean, it's, when I first saw it, you, you had all the, the dancing, the music, you, Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey. It was just a cool flick. It was funny. It had heart. But to see the, um, the social commentary that's hidden in there, and it's mm -hmm. not swung with a hammer. It's, it's there. Um, right. It's, it's real. It's subtle. It's holy crap. This is, how a movie should be made if you're telling a story. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, that's, that was my takeaway. It's, and, and they talk about that in that, um, that documentary, uh, the movies that made us, is that? Yeah. On Netflix. Uh, yeah. On Netflix. Yes. They talk about how that you had the different, uh, class structures tied to the different dances and stuff. And it was, uh, I was going to say how they did, how they broke up the dancing in yes. that, or the class structure was, I never thought about it, but when they pointed out, you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. I see what you did there. And it yeah. was like you said, very subtle, very, very uh, adept at doing it. That. Was it was um, it was is in there and and seeing um, this movie. One of the first things I thought last night is like, man, I got to look this up. I got to find this writer. I got to find out what her story is. Mm -hmm. um, was this her life or whatever? And no, it's not. But there's a not lot exactly, of similarities. But kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, her dad was a doctor. They called her baby. She right, took right. dance lessons lessons from the professionals in the Catskills. So there was there was that, and how this movie came about to finally get made is is a story in itself. I know. Uh, oh, right. That that is amazing to me that 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 even happened. It here's what I find hard to believe. You've got a movie that is so powerful, so timeless. And so damn good mm -hmm. that was rejected by every freaking studio. And who picks it up? See? Vestron. None other Vestron. than those who released Chopping Mall, which we have reviewed. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant when I saw that. I was like, oh, the my Chopping God. Mall poster, yes. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So that's who picks it up. And right. it was, and finding out that. Uh, Jennifer Grey basically learned to dance on the movie, right? And the chemistry that she had with with Patrick Swayze in there, and everything mm -hmm. was all real, um, right? Right. They and, made up. I, and now I need to find out what their beef was from Red Dawn. I have a theory. I have one of two theories. One theory is it's a very nice theory. Uh, Patrick Swayze was a little bit older than everybody else on Red Dawn. Well, probably quite a bit older at the time. Um, and it was just an age difference thing and, and they clashed. Yeah. My second theory is 
they dated on Red Dawn. And they had a little, little yeah. you know, dating thing going on. And then they kind of broke up and it wasn't a great breakup. Yeah. So it's one of those two things. It's, it's got to be. Both. I mean, yeah, or both. That he was, you know, they both were like, ah. But the good thing is in this movie, in, in, the, in, in the Netflix, the movies that made us, they, they mentioned that. They mentioned the conflict between the two mm -hmm. of them that Jennifer Grey did not want Patrick Swayze in the movie. She's like, pick anybody but this guy. And Patrick had to go privately and talk to her and, you know, smooth it out. Off, yeah. off to by themselves. And when they came out, they were both teary eyed, but they were friends again and, and they made up, they made their, yeah. their beef. From what I understand, I could be wrong, but from what I understand from that point on, they were actually friends again. They, 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 right. were, I don't know how close, but they, they were, they were friends. Um, and for, as you watch the movie progress, like you said, Jennifer Gray is not a great dancer. She's not a good mover, but Patrick Swayze was. Mm -hmm. So some of the stuff that you're watching is the brilliant idea of this director yeah. who just let it run, let the camera run and get moments that worked perfectly. They were so he's real. teaching her how to dance. Yeah. What a brilliant freaking move on this guy's part who had never done a major motion picture before. No, a 26 minute documentary. Yeah, on, on kids dancing. Yeah. And this guy got the part to do this movie. And I did, did they win an award for this movie or no? I don't remember. For this movie? I, I would have to look that up. I don't, for I, Dirty I, dancing. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But this guy, I mean, he he was the right director for this movie for sure. Yeah. You know, he, he was the glue. I think he was just such a nice fella that everybody wanted to please him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he just looks like when you watch the documentary, you're seeing him talk and do stuff, and everybody's just like wanting to help this guy make a movie. It's like, like it's all the egos were put to the side, and they're like, "We like this guy. Let's go do whatever he tells us to do." <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting how the studio heads, of course, had their brilliant ideas on who to cast in the movie, right? Um, and how how I can't imagine again. Here is another movie that no one else works right. it doesn't work without patrick swayze I, there is one person that i thought might have been able to pull it off and you're gonna laugh at me and go are you freaking insane i think piazadora could have pulled this off only because i think they could have frumped her down very sure. easily and i think she's as bad of an actress as she always got the chops for <laughs> she was actually a pretty good actress. She could act when given the opportunity. And I, right. I now would it have turned out to be what it is, the cult classic that it is? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the guy, tell them who the guy was that they wanted to pick for Patrick Swayze. It was down between Patrick Swayze, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. And they showed Billy Zane. I was like, at first, I was like, Billy, yeah, I could kind of see Billy Zane until doing until they showed then, him dancing. Until they showed Billy Zane dancing, and I was like, no, 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 oh God, why on earth would the Hollywood guys want to pick Billy Zane to dance? No, unless he was going to go under all kinds of hardcore dancing instruction, but he danced like I dance, poorly. Yeah. 
yeah, it was, it was uh, very obvious. Um, yeah. One of the things that got me is they kept talking about this being a low budget movie. Right. This is in the eighties, $4.5 million. I'm sorry. That's not low budget. You can make anything happen with millions. <laughs> for, 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 for four, for $4.5 million in the eighties though, that was a low budget movie. Then what's funny is they showed the high budget movies were only like, I think the biggest budget they showed in the one thing was like 78 million. Yeah. And that's considered low budget now or medium budget. I know. Can you imagine that? I can't even imagine. Here, here's $78 million. Go make your dream movie. Did you just give me $78 million? <laughs> We're going to do it for 50,000. <laughs> that's right. 50,000. Yeah, I'm keeping the rest. Um, Patrick Swayze's character. Ah, oh, what a great character. Oh, what absolutely. New York accent. <laughs> right? I mean, right. He, that was definitely a Texas boy doing a New York accent. Yeah. But he he pulled it off, man. And he's he's just the, uh, the dance instructor that everybody ever wanted. The dancing in this movie is absolutely fantastic. The soundtrack is freaking phenomenal. Yes. Um, let, let, let's start from the beginning. Baby. Sure is they op the opening shot is brilliant it's the car the family car driving down the highway and ba baby does a very small narration it's night you find out it's 1963 everybody's nicknamed her baby and she's going to the cat skills for her vacation her family vacation that they do every year and she's not really excited about it and then she's going to go join the peace corps yes if I remember correctly afterwards yeah. this is how if you're going to do a narration in a movie it should be short sweet boom done i don't think they do it again i don't think they do no they don't narration for the rest of the movie it's just to let you know what's going on just enough and you kind of probably figured it out without that but it was nice to hear her voice mm -hmm. talking they get there they're being shown around the cat skills and the 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 place that they're at, uh, all the people are there. They're just pulling, some are just pulling in, some are leaving. It's, it's like a very, very fluid moment. I don't know how you would direct that. I really don't know how you would set that up as a director, but they have the guy walking with the blowhorn telling yeah. everybody what's going on and what the next party is and where, where to go to play shuffleboard and what, the, and it's just so I'm going to say it. I, I am not a guy who comes out and says this kind of thing, but it was very white bread. Oh my God. Yes. This, that is the whitest the vacation ever. Do what? <laughs> that is the whitest vacation ever. Oh <laughs> my God. I, I too would have left and gone to the employees only section, you know, where it says do not pass here employees only. I would have gone on hung out with the employees because they were having a hell of a lot more fun than anybody was having in the cabin. That was, <laughs> the, uh, that was painfully white. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, and in, in most of these people were Jewish from mm -hmm. the 60s, because in the Catskills, that's, that's what was mostly up there. I imagine there were some wasps floating around up there, too, yeah. and, and hanging out. But it was very, you know, very family-oriented, very, very clean, white bread, we're we're not going to do anything too spooky to, to yeah. you know scare away our guests 
but it was very uh very telling and that that's when when you talk about the, the class levels that's the upper class that they, they showed them in their dance i think one of the first dance they show is is not the foxtrot it's the bunny hop or something yeah right? yeah they're, they they're were all in a circle, circle and, and it's the, like oh my bunny god hop. and then they open a little bit later on with the the crew the dance crew dancing Mm-hmm. And they are grinding. They are doing their dirty dancing best. And it's like these are two completely different worlds, man. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that um, I really like about this movie. And and there's there's uh, bits that tell you there's more story there that we're never right. going to know. Uh, Johnny Castle, Patrick Swayze, um, he he's struggling with a lot um he comes oh, from yeah, yeah it they don't come out and say it but it's obviously comes from a lower class working family um he's just seen as a hot guy and he is taken advantage of for that but uh there's a scene in there that i found really telling where he was he just wanted to have somebody like baby's dad put their arm around him like a father should he said mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, we've got we've got a backstory here. There's right. there's something there, and he's right. he's just wanting to do better. And his whole life, people have looked at him as just this punk or whatever, or yeah, this good looking guy. Yeah, who who is nothing, and treated him that way, and, and like he's beneath them. Mm-hmm. And that's um, that's neat how he his movies full of stereotypes. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. But they so, all work exactly None of them are over the top stereotypes no. i don't think no it, it's it's full of stereotypes that just show how it actually is and how people are mm-hmm. actually thinking and how you know the minute something came up stolen who do they blame right johnny not the old jewish couple who have been robbing places all over the place that all is so freaking miami funny. All, all the way up the east coast these people have taken hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> but nobody, nobody questioned them nobody questioned them. yeah sorry no that's fine nobody questioned them because they were just so sweet and so nice yeah, and, yeah. and you know didn't fit that look and uh like the right. one well it the owner kellerman um had said he'd hired all his staff from Yale and Harvard and all these places. Yeah, right. You know, because those are the, these were assholes. These were low yeah. life pieces of shit. <laughs> Most of those guys were a bunch of douchebags. Yes. Especially, I think it was his nephew. Yeah. The or, nephew was a waiter. He's trying to show the, the, was a waiter, but he was also trying to run the show and, and talk, trying to talk down to Johnny. That was and his I'm son. I'm thinking, yeah. this guy's a little turd that's not, He's just trying to impress the girl, uh, baby, by insulting Johnny, not knowing that she's in love with Johnny and she could give two craps about him. (laughs) Like you could catch on fire and pee on (laughs) I felt so bad for baby when she had to go off with this this douche. Oh my god! But boy, she gives him that look. She has that that you're a piece of shit look, and she doesn't mind throwing that out there. That resting bitch face look. Boy, Jennifer Grey can throw that out there with like nobody's yeah. business, and and uh, the guy was too stupid to get it. Oh yeah, like he was just too he dumb been. to understand. She wanted nothing to do with him. No, because he had hotels. He, you know, everybody yeah. wanted him. Yeah, how could you not want me? Yeah. Well, well, he basically idiot. told her that. Yeah, 
<laughs> so it's like, wow, you're you're a jerk, and yeah. you don't see that you talking about all your money that you didn't earn. <laughs> your parents or your grandparents earned it. You're just inheriting it. You know that that's you right. Talk about stuff you didn't earn. And and baby's um, father thought he was he was fine, and the yeah. other guys. Oh were yeah, fine. I love that guy. Yeah, because he had in his head that's you know those are the good people those are you right. know the right, right. side and of the it, tracks he um, figures it out at the very end though which is good it took him a while but yeah. it, it it was he did come around full circle mm-hmm. and that was that was touching that he finally you know he finally did um you have johnny and penny there's a whole nother story there too yeah, yeah holy there crap is. there's a whole there's a prequel out there for this yeah, right the, um god i hope they never make it because they'd ruin it yeah they can't but <laughs> somebody could write it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's uh there, there's a whole prequel there and it's like wow i want to know what because they were such good friends mm-hmm. but everybody just assumed they were yeah. a couple and instantly assumed johnny knocked her up and it was right? you know, but no it was mr harvard or mr yale who did it yeah that guy was such a jerk yeah. And I just love whenever Johnny finally kicks his ass. Oh, yeah. Just just beats the hell out of that guy. And I'm sitting there thinking, this guy, there's no way this guy's going to beat up a dancer. No. Like a professional athlete. This guy is not going to kick his rear end. There's no way. Not at and all. And he didn't, which was no. good. No. Um, yeah, the, the the Penny girl, she was, she was kind of a tragic character. I, I yeah. felt bad for her. But um, that whole story, at one point, they said they... Um, in the special, they have your kitties back. There. I see her. They they have a. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to edit that part out. No. At one point in the special, the 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 movies that made us, they show or they talk about Vestron. I guess the, mm-hmm. the producers in Vestron were like, "Well, you got to take that." Oh, it that was um, abortion out. It was yeah, the yeah Clearasil because the, the they were going to lose their their sponsorship. And they're like, you got to take that part out. And the lady, God bless her, was like, the entire movie falls apart without that. It because is. There's it no is. point in anything happening in that movie if that doesn't happen. There's no point for Jennifer Gray's character to learn how to dance. No, no point for any of it, for anything to happen. That whole movie, believe it or not, hinges on Penny's abortion. Yeah, and you don't really think about it until you hear it out loud when somebody says you have to take that part out, and then you're like, "Well, no, you you literally can't take that part of the story out because it, everything everything just falls then. And then it becomes a house of cards where everything yeah. just falls down, falls it apart. Will, there, it will there's not no work. reason for her character, Baby, to go be with Johnny, although you can tell she wants to be. Yeah you know, the whole time, but there's no reason for her to get stuck with him or him get stuck with her, as it were, initially. Right. You know? Oh. <laughs> the cat's tail just hit Scott in the face. Yeah. Or anybody Move my mic, everything else. <laughs> okay. It's so funny when he comes to visit. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, and... And whenever they start to dance, again, the, the director was just a freaking genius in this regard to literally film Jennifer Grey learning how to dance. Yes. Basically yes. is what that was. 
See, when I saw, was watching that, there she was on those steps and that little walkway, and I was watching that last. That is the most like, adorable scene in the entire movie when yeah. she's trying to learn how to dance, and then she's going up to dance and coming down the stairs. I'm just like, she's so adorable. How and could you not love her? I'm watching that, and it's like, I wonder if they just rolled camera on her trying to learn the steps. Guess what? They did. Yeah, they. I think they did the whole time. They did. I mean, I know they specifically talk about one scene. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling that guy just let stuff roll. Like, yeah. okay, she's, oh, look, she's over there trying to learn how to dance. Somebody grab a camera and film her, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it's perfect. Um, it that works. movie is so good. Um, <sighs> the one scene when she's yeah. on the bridge learning to dance and she's, she's trying to do, she's got her arm out, she's got her hand, she's trying to do her box. And then she leans back on the post and she looks around to see if anybody's looking and then strikes a sexy pose and then yeah. comes back up and looks around and walks away. It's like, <laughs> exactly. It perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's good. I enjoy, I enjoy the hell out of it. Um, and this is, you know, this, this movie is a perfect example of how to give social commentary without a hammer. Right, right. And the sister learned her lesson too. The, the sister, who was a yeah. very pretty girl, but zero talent when it comes to singing. Oh um, my God. <laughs> I thought that was a Lucille Ball moment. <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. She's after doing some kind of trying to do a hula. She can't move. She can't sing. Uh, but she's pretty funny. And I liked how the sisters were kind of separate at one point. They're like, you know, Mm-hmm. The one saying how great the the one rich guy is from Harvard and 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 baby's trying to warn her no this this guy's an idiot and she yeah. thinks she's just jealous right she's got a guy and baby doesn't and daddy doesn't and then listen she to you walks anymore in, yeah. yeah she walks in on the guy with the uh, with the other woman that's basically tramping around anybody who will will be with her in in the in the park yeah and she realizes oh crap baby was right. And now she's got to go back to her little sister and tell her she was right. Yeah. You know, so that, that was a good learning, a good learning point and a good point to bring them together. Like, okay, we're, we're both growing up and we gotta, we gotta stick together here. And I thought that was a good scene. Right. And that's, there was so much of that. There was a baby Mm -hmm. betraying her father by lying and yeah uh, yeah like you know she'd never lied to her dad before no and because the way she played that the character the actress plays that against the dad yeah yeah well done yeah Just well done and yeah. it's nice to see all that growth and those story arcs come right back mm-hmm. around i think it's brilliantly written uh brilliantly acted danced music directed oh, yeah yeah edited um it's it's a great flick um i forgot how good it was yeah, and everybody, like, my favorite line still to date, and it's the line that was nobody liked, was nobody's, <laughs> that was nobody sits baby in a corner. That yeah. was funny to find that out. Like, the one lady's like, well, that was just a throwaway line. I didn't care about it one way or the other. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze was like, how do I say that line? It's so stupid. You know, it's a stupid line to say. But it's the most iconic line from that movie. And I don't care what anybody says, technically, Jennifer Gart... Uh, Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Gray's character is sitting in the corner. A corner, there's yes. a little pillar. There's the wall. She's in a corner. She was in a corner. Don't want to argue about it. <laughs> She's in a corner. <laughs> yeah, I, w- 
always, you know, everybody's heard that line. Nobody puts baby in a corner, but right. when you're watching it and it's like, why are you saying that? <laughs> yeah. That just kind of comes out of nowhere because it really isn't, it's not like he watched the father sit, like pull her away and sit her in the corner. No, she was already sitting there. Now had the father been like, no baby, you're going to sit your ass down and just relax. And then he walked over and did that. I would have been like, Oh, that, that to yeah. me would have made more sense. But it's still like it's such an iconic line. Nobody puts baby yeah. in the corner. Yeah. And then the dance, the, the dance off or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That takes place after that. Um, and him with his bad leg. Oh, geez. Yeah. Jumping off that stage multiple times yeah. over and over. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But you know what? I was I was watching that and I rewound that knowing knowing that they had shot that so many times. I rewound that and I'm like, they should have had that on the third take at most because the way they edited that damn cut anyway is they cut it as soon as he hits the ground. I'm like, you couldn't have figured out how to get that. Yeah. Sometimes they're too close to it. You know, I'm I'm just like, no, you, you guys could have got that in your first, first two or three takes. But that's me. I think they just hurt Patrick Swayze just to hurt Patrick Swayze. And nobody hurts Patrick Swayze in the corner. <laughs> you can't no, hurt it, Patrick Swayze's hair. Right. His hair is always perfect the whole damn time. Yeah. God, they have hair like that. <laughs> Would be nice. Would be nice. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah to hear that they had trouble scoring them securing the music rights and oh yeah were to the last minute practicing to whatever tunes they could play and stuff uh wow it's, see to me i would have taken the music that i wanted yes and, and had them all learn to that music and then if worse comes to worse you just find music that's close to it and put it in the movie i was thinking Maybe that as well Maybe it's just me. I don't, I don't know. Common sense thinker, I guess. I don't know. But I like how the one guy was trying and trying and trying and couldn't do it. And I don't think he must have been very hard because the other guy I got in in two weeks, he had all the money <laughs> or yeah. I had all the, all the songs at a decent price. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Definitely. And, um, and he stepped on the toes of a guy that I didn't like anyway. So that was all good. <laughs> I thought it was funny at the end um, when everybody's dancing and they, they focus on these older ladies in fur and they just like right. rip off their fur and start, start dancing. It's like, it was great though, but that was, that was yeah. pretty, pretty telling of everybody there letting their, their guard down, letting their, right. just letting loose and just being alive instead of these, these little tight white bread people right, that they were right. and it was uh it was symbolic like there's so much in this movie that i don't know if it was in I, it wasn't intentional but it just happened um, it, it's like the old saying dance like nobody's watching yeah like whatever you have on the music and you're do, doing your stupid little dances around the house just that's just letting yourself go you yeah. know and that that was a good scene that, that everybody was doing a lot, a lot of people mm-hmm. were doing it the mom was doing it yes you know, everybody the dad was not exactly doing it, but he was trying. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to let his, his hair down, but he didn't have any hair. Poor Jeffrey. <laughs> he didn't have the hair to let down, but 
he plays a great father in that. Oh, yeah. he, he really does. He's trying to understand. He's trying to, he doesn't realize his kids are growing up. He doesn't know what to do because they are growing up. You know, he's doing his best. He was never a bad father, no. which was good. I, I really like the fact that they didn't portray him as, you know, a jerk. No. I mean, even when it comes to um, the way he reacted to Patrick Swayze, would have been the way I think any father would react to that oh, yeah. guy. Thinking thinking that he, he, you know, had knocked up a girl and was, you know, just being a scumbag. Shit, if I'd have thought that, I'd have probably tried to beat the hell out of Patrick yeah. Swayze's character. You know, yeah. you're, oh, now you're going to try and date my daughter? Yeah. I don't That's exactly think what so, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> You know, but uh, when you see it, you're like, he's never unlikable. No. Which so many movies back in the 80s made parents unlikable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I think he worked out really well. He was a good, really good choice for the father. Oh, absolutely. Really good choice. Absolutely. So final thoughts on Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. D Dirty Dancing is a must watch in, in, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's got handsome Patrick Swayze in it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm guy enough to understand a good looking guy when you see one. Patrick Swayze is one. And he's got that hair. He's got that 80s hair that just goes. It blows in the wind when there's no breeze. It's Who like the wind. That? Yeah, it's like the wind. Who's, whose hair does that? Only Patrick Swayze's back in the 80s, all right? He wrote a song That's about who it. does that. Who? <laughs> he wrote a song about it. He wrote a, my hair's like the wind. They had to change the words. It was about, you know, yeah. the change it to she's like the wind, but initially it was my hair's like the wind. Yeah. It has its own breeze. Um, and he always, why did he always walk around with his shirt unbuttoned like down to almost his belly button through this whole movie? If you just my if, imagination, or did he really do that? <laughs> no, if if you look like that, you would too. I know yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, this is true. Yeah, it, if I had to have Patrick Swayze hand back in the eighties, I would do it. It's yeah. a requirement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. That stupid question on my yeah. part. Uh, and then you had little cute as a button Jennifer Grey dancing around. Yeah. Um, trying to learn how to dance, being adorable. Um, and I love the scene again, where they're filming and they show him it's late at night. I think they said they filmed until three o'clock in the morning or mm -hmm. something. And she just wanted a cheese platter. <laughs> Not a piece of cheese, a cheese Not platter. A piece of cheese. She wants a cheese platter. And he's like, they're, they're doing the sexy dance and his hands going down her side. And she just keeps laughing. That was, that was actual. That was not, yeah. it wasn't scripted. And it was really, if you look at his face, he's really frustrated. <laughs> Which was perfect. But it's perfect because you would be. <laughs> and that that's, you know, I'm going to tap on that again. There's so much real in this movie and it lends, yeah. it lends to making it so, so good and so believable because she's really learning to dance. He's really yeah. frustrated with her because he really is teaching her how to dance. Yeah, he and, really is teaching her. <laughs> and that's, it's perfect. That's why it worked. There, there was so much good about this movie, and especially when you find out a little bit of the uh, background about it and what they went through to make the movie. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing to me because it's like knowing what they went through, you almost start rooting for them to make it big. And then yeah. to find out how much money this movie made and has been making in the last 30 years. Oh, yeah. And that producer in real life never had to give any of those people the cut that she gave them. No. 
she gave everybody a cut and a big cut. Like these people made millions of dollars because this one lady who was a producer and I can't think of her name, watched the special on, on Netflix. Honestly, it's really good. But she winds up giving everybody bigger chunks of this movie mm -hmm. than probably anybody else would have. Yep. And it made everybody a millionaire. And they're still making millions of dollars a year on this movie. Yeah, I just it's bought it. Everywhere, so... and people are still buying it. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. I just I just purchased it, so it was. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I bought it a while back, and I have it on a disc somewhere too. But I bought it on on Amazon the other day or a yeah. couple of weeks ago because just because sometimes I don't want to look for a disc. I'm lazy. I'll admit it. <laughs> I I've gotten lazy as well. Um, yeah. I'll give my recommendations. Must watch absolutely it is a yes. great classic movie there's uh i can't say anything bad about it really um it's a prime example of it's the opposite of a lot of the movies we've watched where we've said watch this movie look for the mistakes and don't make them this movie is watch this movie and if you can find the script i would print out the script and read it yeah, because it's so well written. It is just a really well done movie all the way around. And to find out the background and the trouble that they had making this movie, and then to find out what a success it was when it came out. Yeah, it it just makes your heart go. Well, that warm. that's one of the things that that I took away from the documentary part was that they they had all these suits. To, hell, one mm -hmm. of them said, "Burn the negatives and collect the insurance." Yeah, that was the guy who did. Uh, um, um, Dirty Money and The Rose. Yeah. Like, why would you call that guy in? Regardless, <laughs> <laughs> when they uh, showed it to an actual audience, right, they saw right. the reaction. And I think that's what a lot of movie companies today miss. Right. They don't realize that their audience is not the suits. It's the people who's, who's going to mm -hmm. watch it, who's going to react. Because these people in there who hold the money belts don't have an original idea in their freaking head. No, so, they're, they're trying to figure out what, what can we remake? They remade this movie. They yeah. remade this movie. It, it's on, I think, Amazon. Good yeah. Lord. Not they, they remade, they remade it and released it to a movie to like a regular movie place like dirty dancing savannah oh havana, havana nights i like, thought it was more which of was like horrible a... which don't 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 yeah. see I'm that i'm not gonna watch it it's fucking horrible people it's just horrible but they've remade <laughs> this particular movie uh, uh and i think it's an amazon original i think i could be wrong but i'm, I'm sitting there looking at it like why would you remake this i i don't i don't understand why you would it's we've we've talked about this almost every every episode every, it's, it's yeah absolutely ridiculous to continually go on and remake since we got john carpenter films coming up uh halloween mm. is one that's been remade multiple times and um uh, there was an interview with john carpenter and they asked how do you allow this and he said i get a check yeah <laughs> you, know? you know what i guess I that makes it. sense like, i yeah. guess if i came up with a with a movie that was a hit and somebody wanted to remake it and give me a million dollars to do it uh, Go ahead. <laughs> probably let him. I'd probably be like, yeah, go ahead. Do you want anything? No, I don't want anything to do with it. Don't put <laughs> my name on it. Money? Just give me the money. No? Okay. <laughs> then you go do whatever you want. But it's it, it happens a lot, and we're seeing it over and over and over. And it's, yeah. 
It's, it's to the painful degree that it's become in Hollywood. It's just yeah. painful. And an original idea gets stomped on until it's nothing, it feels like yeah. to me. To um, see that this had 40 plus rejections. Yeah, that's got to. And to be fair, at the time, what was very popular were explosions, Chuck Norris, uh, uh, Rambo movies. Yeah. Uh, Things like that. I mean, that's what was money makers at the time. So I could see as a as a producer or a guy that making that decision, like a girl learning to dance. Really, this is what I'm going to buy. I don't think so. You got anything with explosions in it? Yeah, one of the notes were no, too girly, or yeah, girly like, movie. Like like I, and looking at it from that point point of view of the day. But I think you'd also have to have somebody that had brains that would go, you know, women do go see movies. You know, teenage girls do go see movies. (laughs) Maybe we should think about that. Janine told me they drove about 30, 40 miles every day for like a week to go see this over and over. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I it so, was. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it I could was. See that that that's. I could see how this could be somebody's Star Wars. Definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a good movie. Well acted. Well written. Just and to film it in what was it? 14 well, they spent fourteen days, days in, in Virginia, section, and and in, then thirty something in another. So forty four yeah. altogether. Yeah, forty something days. Is that what it was like? For yeah. it's just multiple it's locations. Such a short period of time for yeah. such a big movie. Incredible, it's just yeah. incredible to me. Very. So good. yeah, I definitely recommend this movie, folks. If you get a chance, see this movie. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for. Do what? So that's my final words. Your final words. My final words are it's, it's freaking awesome. Watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to do it for today's episode of old ass movie reviews coming up next week. We are doing another hot guy, Kurt Russell, double feature escape from New York and escape from LA. It's snake Plitzkin baby until next week. I'm sorry. I laughed over you. (laughs) 